All Canadian teams are out of the playoffs. Florida marches on. Vegas marches on. Carolina marches on. And we have to wait for a Game 7 with Dallas and Seattle. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Adam Rothstein Hockey Podcast. This is your podcast for all things hockey. On this podcast, we talk about past history to the modern day and what you can do to grow the sport. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. It's true, people. It is true. All Canadian teams are out. We will not see another Canadian team in the Stanley Cup final. Not this year, at least. So we're going to have to wait a little while. Now, uh, getting into the Vegas and the Golden Knights game last night, Game 6, I sort of had a feeling that Vegas was going to win that. Now, I did not stay up and see this. And maybe I should get to the TV stuff after this. But we'll get into the game first. So, Jonathan Marsha show... Uh, showed, um, excuse me, scored a natural hat, a natural hattie in the second period, and uh, that ultimately made the difference. Uh, and and when they got to the third period, it was four, it was four to two, and uh, and I think, yeah, and uh, let me, and uh, Carlson scored on the empty netter, so we had that. Uh, the thing that uh, I do think it was a bit of a mistake to for the Oilers not to play Campbell and instead play Skinner. Uh, Skinner uh, letting up some goals. Uh, I think that was uh, I, I think that was a bit of a mistake on the Oilers front office, but uh, not my call to make on that. But, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, uh, so let's see, McDavid, uh, was, was good, he scored in, in this one, and, and, uh, for the first time, actually, Dreisaitl was not on the ice for, uh, for these goals, and, uh, so, so it kind of, like, it's it's almost like an inverted curse, if you will. So uh, that was the uh, key thing with uh, that. Uh, now I've got to say I think the road win really does help. And would it have been nice to see a game seven in Vegas? Yeah, it certainly would have been very nice to see that. But you know, time marches on. So uh, after the first period, uh, we have a score of two to one, and, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is going to go to game seven. Uh, 
and, and I was looking at my phone last night in my bed. So I was like, ugh, I, I didn't sleep. I did not turn on the television. And, and I was looking at my phone and I was like, I, I did not want to see that game. And I was like trying to go to bed. But it's like at the same time, I couldn't sleep. So uh, Riley Smith uh, would get something going first. And then Oilers pop back in it. Uh, Connor McDavid gets uh, a goal from, you know, it went from Kane to Kulak to Kulak and uh, then back to McDavid to score it. Uh, Warren Fo- Fogley, uh, Fogley uh, decides to get in on the action. He gets his second goal of the playoffs, but it did not do much as uh, Jonathan Marsha Shout would uh, score the natural Hattie in uh, the second period, as I pointed out earlier. Now, I've got to give it to uh, uh, Jack Eichel. And even though he only had one assist, he was still a force to be reckoned with out on the ice uh, in game six. So you just have to give it to him sometimes. Um... Yeah, so so uh, what does this leave the um, Oilers going forward? Um, I think the I think from a certain perspective, they did feel defeated. I, I mean, okay, they were obviously defeated, but I mean, I think this one just hits home a little harder. Because they lose the series at home, they just could not get it, get into the conference finals, and it's been a while. It's it's been over a decade since they were able to do it, and and they certainly could have done this, um, this season. And I thought, okay, maybe McDavid and Drysaddle could really just show their colors, but but Leon Drysaddle is not going to break that, um goals per um, playoff ser- season uh, record now. He's out uh, with the along with the Oilers, and, uh, or at least not this season. But, but I've got to just say it was... Uh, it, it was great seeing Dreisaitl, and, and had he... Uh, and had the Oilers gotten in um, to the finals... And won the cup, you know, you can make a good case for him, but but it's not happening now. And as well, a uh, few more things I'd like to point out here. Uh, so um, Alec Martinez hit Skinner in the right shoulder before bouncing up and landing in it for a crease cre- for a crease in the crease for an easy tapping. Okay. Um, uh, I think without Marsha showed in this, uh, it's certainly a lot different. But I think, I, you know, but the blame is still on uh, the front office and not playing Campbell because Campbell was just more prepped and uh, and he was looked more ready to go in the third period, even though he didn't get a lot of action. That's the thing with uh, th- this. Am I a bit disappointed in the Oilers? A little bit, because you have two of the best players right now, and you still couldn't get through. You have Nugent Hopkins, 
And, and Skinner was not performing up to par. Campbell, certainly coming in, did a little bit better, uh, at, the, at least towards the end of it. Uh, and then they had to pull him to like just do a Hail Mary with three minutes left. But it, but it, you know, William Carlson puts the dagger to the heart and uh, then just gets the easy open net, uh, empty net. So there's that. Uh, I got to say that it's just not easy uh, being an Oilers fan or a Maple Leafs fan right now. The Oilers, uh, uh, yeah, so not since before I was born did they win a Stanley Cup final. And not since I started this sport did they even appear in a Stanley Cup final. There has not been a lot of Canadian teams uh, being in a Stanley Cup final, and 2011 was the last time that it was tr- that a Canadian team traditionally got in. Because remember, we had that weird round robin tournament with all the Canadian teams, and then and then for whatever reason, they let the Montreal Canadiens face the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I think that was just. They needed, you know, and and yes, that was still due to the Corona season, but but I I just can't. I think that was like they they could have done a better job with that and handling those situations. <sighs> okay, um, you're gonna want to hear this um, from me. Uh, Toronto is out. Um, I think you all know that. Um, or actually, wait, 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 wait. We'll talk about the TV stuff. So ESPN2 um, decided to move this, sh- this back. Uh, there, was a, a ga- there was a baseball game coming on, right? There was, a, uh, there was that. And, uh, and we get, and, and there was like, and I think the NHL uh, having this game on Mother's Day was, uh, it did not turn out well for them and I think and I think you know you could have had an afternoon game you should have had an afternoon game for the people on the east coast that was mistake number one we're out to dinner with either our mothers wives girlfriends that evening and we're at brunch afternoon would have been perfect for hockey fans and then we can just go there and and yes, the TV ratings wouldn't have been excellent. They, they were not excellent anyway with the uh, ESPN uh, switchover and switching over to ESPN2. That was terrible. And I think baseball shouldn't have had the priority. The NHL is in its playoffs. You need to take a backseat to the NHL. And yes, you may have the higher TV ratings, but the NHL needed... This game to be shown on the East Coast. And, and, and it always hurts your ratings when you start the game at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have to get up. We have to go to work. And now, some of us work remotely. But, but how many fans... There's still more fans that have to actually go to the office or go to a work site that uh, aren't going to be able to see it. They they want they want to see this. Believe me, a, a lot of people would have seen it and had it like come on at like four o'clock in Eastern Standard Time. I think that would have 
done so much better. And guess what? Edmonton was sold out. Was, the arena was going to be sold out anyway. You don't have to worry about ticket sales, first of all. And, and the pubs and the bars up in Edmonton, they, they were going to be packed anyway. Even the mothers of hockey fans and, uh, you know, and the mothers are hockey fans too. And they're, as well, up in Canada, it's, you know, it's culturally more popular than, than when it, when it comes to baseball being America's pastime, it, you know, hockey is, is double that. And, and I think, and I think the NHL and ESPN really should have found a way to get this game on in the afternoon. So, uh, terrible TV uh, scheduling there on both of them. Okay, Toronto and Florida. Nick Cousins sent, put the dagger to the hearts of many Maple Leafs fans. Uh, He scored and got it past uh, Mr. Wall, but too bad that that wall wasn't concrete because it got through uh, past uh, Joseph Wall and... uh, and uh, it, it sent the uh, the Panthers to the conference final, the Eastern Conference Finals uh, against uh, Carolina. Now the now now there was a very controversial goal uh, that Sergei Bobrovsky stopped, and and they said, "Oh yeah, the puck crossed the goal line." But then, but but some of the replay stuff was so blurry that i couldn't see it and then okay maybe you can make a case for that but but it, if it's blurry and i can't come to an a conclusive um you know can't come to a proper conclusion then i'm going to have to always call it no goal if i'm on if i'm a ref on the ice i and also when i took a look at the replay the puck fell Front in on the front part of his skate, it fell from the front part of his skate, so it was very awkward when it came down too, and and also and also we don't and also if the whistle was blown and then then it gets pushed in, the play is dead too. So I'm still so I was a bit confused on when the whistle was called. On that as well. So, okay, maybe you have a case and it's 2-2. Guess what? You still lose in overtime. And don't get me started on that inner, that potential interference call. Call. A player is allowed to skate to the net. And if a player is obstructing it, that is on. And if a defenseman is obstructing a forward from, from proceeding, that is on the defenseman. That is not on the forward. And, and, and oh yeah, he grabbed his stick. He had his left hand on his stick the entire time on that play. And, and, and I don't care what you, you tell me. I'm not calling interference on that. You need to, to prepare yourself, first of all. And you need to... And... And you need to give your goalie some space. This would actually be easier if 
if uh, you went to the side of the net and and actually let him come through, honestly, uh, the way because you know it's much easier to shut it down when when you have an extra person blocking the net. So I guess uh, if that makes any sense to you, uh, yeah, uh, Panthers win that. Uh, win game five, three to two. And after 19 years, the Maple Leafs have only won one second round game uh, in the uh, in the uh, Eastern Conference uh, playoffs uh, in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And and that's uh, what a shame. What a shame. I really I mean, I want to see Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs win a Stanley Cup. Just like I want to see the Cleveland Browns win a, a Super Bowl. It would be good for hockey if the Maple Leafs won a Stanley Cup. And and I think uh, Austin Matthews, um, like, like if I'm the front office, I can't pay Matthews and Marner and uh, Tavares their, you know, an increase. I can't do that. They only had one goal. Combined from the three of them in five games. That is pathetic. I will say that again. That is pathetic. You have your stars. You're making millions of dollars a year. And you can't and you can't produce more than a goal in five games against against a team that against a team that that was not expected to get out of the first round. And you fail. And you, your fan base wanted Florida. Matthews and the Maple Leafs wanted Florida. And you failed to deliver? It's like, like, did, did you think this was a golf trip? Because Coach Chippy um, on Instagram, uh, on Instagram, I believe, and uh, his YouTube channel, posted a short or a reel uh, where the Maple Leafs go to Florida and they think it's a golf trip, and when they say the second round, it's like, oh yeah, we have another second, yeah, we have a second round today out on the back nine or whatever he was saying in the script. The, the, the jokes just write themselves, apparently. But and and to the Maple Leafs fans, I feel your pain. The Orioles haven't won a World Series since. Over a decade since I was born, uh, since a decade before I was born, and I, and the <sighs> Capitals got one, uh, uh, and, and when it comes to the NBA in, in the D.C. area, yeah, you can just forget it, yeah, we don't, yeah, Wizards don't play well, apparently, they got magic, but they don't. You know, apparently there's some magic with them, but they don't play well enough anymore. So that's uh, that gives you a, a little bit on the NBA. Uh, uh, the Stars and the Kraken, where's my prediction there? I think the Stars are going to edge it out. Um, they're going to be home for Game 7. I was hoping they would win in Game 6, so uh, I'd have something to talk about with the series, but that is unfortunate. But I think Jamie... Ben and uh, Jason Robertson are going to get through and uh, crack and break that wall. And we're going to have uh, Sunbelt teams as our final four. So 
We so three of the teams are already Sun Belt teams. So we're just waiting on Dallas uh, tonight. Uh, so uh, let's hope for something good uh, against Dallas. And but but I've got to give credit to Seattle uh, for just coming along and uh, doing their thing. Okay, uh, Carolina and New Jersey was more of. Uh, I still expected Carolina to take that series, whether or not they were going up against the Rangers or the uh, Devils, honestly. Because um, now, credit to the Hughes brothers, credit to Luke Hughes, credit to Jack Hughes. I think I think they're going to do many special things. They're a really young team. I think the Devils are going to get back to the Stanley Cup Finals and win at least one, maybe two in the next five years. But, but it's just not their time yet. This it's a they're a really young team that just pro, that some of them just got out of the junior league, by the way, and some of them just came out of college, and some of them, and uh, and you know, and even and I think a couple of them, you know, and and they were just coming out of college and coming out of the juniors. It's you know, and they played their hearts out against. You know, Patrick Kane and Mika Sabanachag and Kreider and Adam Fox and Igor Shesterkin. They they just took down this elite Rangers team and maybe had the uh, seating work differently. This could have turned out very different. But credit to them to, for taking down uh, arguably the most important um you know, one of the the biggest NHL markets in America. So uh, credit to them as well. Sebastian Ajo and Jordan Stahl um, could certainly make it an impact and uh, bring the cup back to Carolina. And Florida could potentially uh, win that series too. Now, if you have to ask me, who do I think is going to win this? I actually have to give this to Carolina. I think uh, Sebastian Ajo is just too good. I think... I think Jordan Stahl knows his brothers way too well on this. And uh, and Anderson, maybe Sergey uh, could could be the difference maker in this series, but will it be enough? Or did they see something with Toronto that Toronto didn't see with the Panthers? I, I, I've, I'm still going to... I'm actually going to play it safe and just give it to the Hurricanes because just because they have home ice advantage, it's going to be, it's going to be a, I think this is going to go the full seven games in that series. Now, if the stars, now when it comes to the stars and, and the Golden Knights, if it is, if it is the Dallas Stars that, that beat the Kraken tonight, if they beat the Kraken, excuse me. Give me a minute. Oh, come on. Get up there. Get up there. Okay. Yeah. If they play them on... Oh, actually, it's Monday, May 15th. If they play them... Uh, if if the two teams play, we have the Sun Belt Series. If not, we have Seattle and we have a new team getting to the conference finals... From something that the Mariners couldn't do in their own sport, um, ascent, 
you know, equally rating for a little bit and getting to really the pennant. Um, and they didn't get that far when it, and they never got that far uh, in the baseball equivalent. That would be crazy for Seattle. And I think that would be great for Seattle sports as well. And, and their NBA team has left quite a while ago. So I think it would still be, it would be more significant for Seattle to get to the conference finals than the Stars because, you know, I guess the, you know, the Stars have already been in the cup final uh, back in 2020 during the Corona season. So I think, I think, you know, we're going to have a team that has either not won it in a while or is going to be the first to do it. Um, and that's going to be, uh, whether it's the Golden Knights, the Kraken, the Panthers, um, you know, doing it, you know, I think that would be great for the sport and, uh, and it just gives that one more cup as well. But I think the Hurricanes probably have the best chance as well. And oddly enough, the, the fact that Eric Stahl won the cup with the Hurricanes and is still in this, but he's playing for the other team in the Eastern Conference Finals right now with his brother, Mark. Um, we're going to, you know, that's going to be interesting. And uh, whenever it's brothers in the, uh, the uh, Eastern Conference, in any finals or any series, like uh, I think it was the Harborough, uh, brothers in football when they were coaching and and then people were making memes about it um, with, you know, like they were playing Xbox or something and then it's like, Mom, Jim's cheating again. Like, like I, I bring on the memes, please. Just bring on the memes because it's going to be, it's going to be nuts uh, in out east. So I'm going to be really excited for that. <sighs> I don't know how they're going to do the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. And and they should be focused more on the Eastern side of things. Now, I know we don't revolve around the... Uh, we don't revolve around every one. You know, the Eastern Conference time... Eastern time zone doesn't revolve around everything. So, uh, I do think it would be... It, no, I think you need to have those East Coast viewers able to see the game because because without that, your ratings drop and uh, unless viewers are able to see it. If you start the game at 10, it's hard to stay up for the, for the game. I'm sorry. And you can only get so much game time in like two hours anyway. And, and most of the games don't finish in, in under two hours. Because many of them go to overtime, or there's so many delays and penalties that that it that it pushes it back to three hours. So you gotta get this. So the NHL and ESPN, TNT, True TV, TBS, whoever's broadcasting this needs to come up with a, a way so that everyone can watch it who wants to watch it. And if you have to start the game at 7 p.m. on the East Coast. Every time, and that's the latest you can start, do it. I don't care. Grow the sport. That's the thing. Okay, uh, this was a little bit of a long rant, but uh, if you like this episode, uh, you can subscribe over to my Substack for $5 a month. You get access to 
paid articles, bonus episodes, and videos, and or videos uh, whenever I put them out. But, but you get access to paid articles, bonus episodes, and you can comment on everything uh, when you become a paid member. So uh, with that being said, check out the other links. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is for free. And um, with that being said, uh, stay safe, stay great, and I'll talk to you all in the next episode.